nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to Nerdables. This week, Hugh Jackman earns a Guinness. Bowser takes over Nintendo. Chris Hemsworth plays Hulk Hogan. Black Widow won't be R. And Hulu and Disney are using their service for adults. Joining me are Chris and Ethan, and I'm R.A. as always. Well, hello there. No, no, not always, because the ghost call you rich. That's true. (laughs) Those that know me. So, uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman sparked a big thread on our uh, private message board this week. On our privates. Ooh. Um. So apparently, Hugh Jackman won a Guinness record for playing the character, playing a superhero character the longest. No, playing a Marvel superhero. A Marvel superhero. It's it's very very specific. specific. It's a Marvel live action superhero character the longest, and it's by years, not by number of films. 16 years and 288 days. Which seems weird that that's what the the award was for. I mean, it's like Gannis is now just giving out awards like... Have you Like seen? women's <laughs> gymnastics. Have you seen what... Yeah. That, <laughs> like how I tied if that If you want to say... If you want to stay relevant, that's what you need to do. But also, you know, it's somebody, somebody in his camp that sent out the... The notification to Guinness to make a world record for it, probably. Well, we know it wasn't Marvel because Marvel is ready to find a new Wolverine. Doesn't mean it doesn't have to be Marvel. True. They did say Mar- they... Marvel can look for a new Wolverine and still be proud of the fact that Hugh Jackman played the same character for six. Oh years. yeah. Actually, well, he's the weird thing is that it goes to. Uh, doesn't it say in the article he shares the award with, with Patrick Stewart? Because Patrick Stewart said the same thing. Yes. Because they did the first and last movie together. Right. They did X-Men and then they did Logan last year. Mm-hmm. So the two of them actually have the same thing. It's just funny that Hugh Jackman kind of gets all the, the thing for it. Because he, he, he did one more movie than... It doesn't matter. It's length. True. It says in the article he's tied with Patrick Stewart. They started playing the character in 2000 and they stopped playing the character in 2018. Right. 17. 18. When was Logan? Logan was last year, right? Logan was 17. 17. 17. So, yeah, 17. Wow. Yeah, it's been two years. It's yeah. been a while. Um, but it's, it's, you know, it started a big debate as far as who would be, who would have played a superhero the longest, you know, who, who actually played a superhero the longest. I think you said Christopher Reeves. No, for, no, no. I, I was wondering about Christopher Reeves, but I forgot about Tom Welling. Right. And then we kind of got into the debate whether Tom Welling would play him, and I'd say yes, because he has superpowers in episode one, and he has superpowers in episode 200. But that was only 10 seasons, 10 years. Yeah, and that's where we got into <coughs> that it would be, he'd be the DC runner unless you count voice acting, because then Kevin Connolly has right. like 27 years. Yeah. Between the Con- first time he did... Conway. Con- Conroy. Conroy, Conroy. yes. Because uh, he did... He did Batman animated the Batman animated adventures, and then he was still doing Justice League action last year. He's still playing. Well, then Batman. you could you could include Tara he's Strong right now. He's uh, there's a few of the DC movies that they did recently okay. that he's done. He's played Batman. Okay. Well, I knew he did. He did at action. least within the last two years. I mean, uh, are you sure? Tara Strong did not do Harley Quinn the first season. No. Somebody else did. But she's been doing her ever since, off right. and on. But it's not so that it's it's shorter. 
Kevin Conroy has a year on her at least. Yeah. And then like the last movie that had Harley in it wasn't Tara Strong. It was the girl from Big Bang Theory. Yeah. So. But that that was the, one of the very first times. Maybe Farrah Fowler. No. One, it was one of the very first times that uh, somebody played Harley other than her, except for the first season. In an animated role, yes. Yes. Well, really, there's only been three other women to play the role of Harley with the voice or, or live action. Four, maybe, if you count Gotham, but that's not really considered Harley right now. They haven't given her a name. Um, well, you also have Arrow. Which, yeah, that's what I was saying. She did it in Arrow. She did the voice in Arrow for Harley Quinn. She did it in the animated series. She did it in the video games. Um, yeah, she's done it in a lot of appearances. But even then, Kevin Connery would beat her. Kevin Connery has way more appearances than Harley Quinn. Here, just in the last year, Kevin Conroy has played Batman in Teen Titans Go and Scooby-Doo uh, Guess Who. Okay. Well, Tara Strong's been playing her in the uh, Superhero Girls or whatever that DC Superhero mm-hmm. Girls is. So, I mean, it's close between two, but for animated. Um, yeah, and that's where it becomes an animated debate. In terms of live action, then... He, he Samuel L. Jackson's getting close. Samuel L. Jackson isn't getting that close because he's got five years. Right. Hugh Jackman's got five years on it. Oh, actually, Seven Tara, years. Tara Strong isn't playing Harley in Superhero Girls. I didn't think it was her. She, she plays Batgirl. Really? I thought she played her for a while in it. No, both of the credits that show on her IMDb show Batgirl. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Here you go. Yeah. The original uh, Superhero Girls. Yeah, I thought she did. Yeah, because even the movie, there was a movie one that they did, because I remember the panel at Comic-Con, she was on stage mm-hmm. as Harley. Yeah, but again, Kevin... Uh, Hugh Jackman has seven years on Samuel Jackson. Six. When is when is Iron Man? 2007? 2006? 2008. 2008? Yeah, it's, a, it's 11 years now that uh, the Marvel Universe has been in existence. Then he's got a, he's has eight years on him. He started playing Wolverine in 2000. I thought I thought it was for 16 years. I thought Jackman's was 16 years. 16 years, 288 days. Yeah. 288 days is almost seven. It's 2000. So it's X-Men released later in the year than Logan did. Yes. That's what it is. 288 days is only, is less than 100 days short of... 80 days short of a year. Yeah. Yes. So... Technically, it's it's 17 years. It's 2000 to 2017. Okay. So he's got... For the purpose of the Guinness record, they have to do it for the... X-Men is a summer movie. Iron Man was a summer movie. He's got eight years on it. So he's got to, so Samuel Jackson has to play until 2025. Yeah. Which is a possibility. It's very possible. But he's still got a long way to go. Yeah. And then we debated whether he's a superhero. I consider him a superhero. He's in a superhero movie, so I'm sure they would. He's but. he's as much of a superhero as Black Widow or Hawkeye. Mm. Yes. But he doesn't have any abilities. Neither does Black Widow or Hawkeye. Yeah, Black do. Widow has some abilities. They're specifically trained assassins, or they're special. And you don't think assassins. you don't think that your well, head spy has been trained? Nick, Nick Fury was trained to be two completely different characters between Iron Man One and Iron Man Two. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got a character that was so was uh, very, very Nick Fury, and then in Iron Man Two, 
really just Sam Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just straight ahead. And yes, Terrence Howard is not winning that award either because Terrence <laughs> Howard somehow became Don Cheeto. <laughs> and we figured out what? He's been in... Samuel L. Jackson's been in 10 of the Marvel movies, or will be in 10 after you get to Spider-Man. He's been in 10 of the Marvel films within this year, or something like that. Plus the Agents and of then, S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, yeah, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, episodes. Yeah, um, and then that puts him right ahead of, of Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man. The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. puts him ahead of, Iron Man, or, uh, of Robert Downey Jr. because they both have done 10 movies. We yeah, because there's movies that he's that Downey's in that Jackson isn't, and that includes cameos. And the, you know, yeah, you, even is, if you're if you're counting because they're counting it as years, it doesn't really matter, right? But yes, you can count it as he's in Chris Evans' yeah, extra even, appearance for one moment in a, in a yeah. Thor film. Also, uh, Hugh Jackman in First Class, that one yeah. scene in the bar, that's him playing Logan, right? But yeah, it's just a small little cameo. I think the only well, you count Patrick Stewart's uh, at the end, the of, end of Origins. Origin. Yeah, I think the only the only movie before the reboot that Hugh Jackman wasn't in. I don't, I don't think he's not in it. He's he's in all of them. He's he? in all of them, but um, until you get to Age of Apocalypse, Apocalypse, and this last one. Even though Wolverine, is, wait, is Wolverine in Apocalypse or mm. Wolverine was in? Yeah, yeah. Because it was the new, the, yeah, the new kids. I can't remember Age of Apocalypse. Age of Apocalypse did not have Wolverine in it. What's the one where they end up in Days of Future Past? Days of the kids, though. I thought it was. I thought Sophie Turner and the other kid were playing the characters that end up in. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's Days of Future Past then. No, there's, it's, not, there's, it's not Days of Future Past. There's, there's four. There's four movies with, with first class. You have with with. Yeah, with the first, with, with the quote unquote re- reboot. Yeah, first class, first class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and Dark Phoenix. I feel like we're missing something. No. Then it's got to be Age of Then it's got to be Apocalypse, where they find Weapon X. Yes. Yes, but it, it's not actually. I, it's not actually that's Jackman. That's what I said. Wolverine is, is in it. It's not. Is Jack- it Jackman? Is it actually Jackman? Yeah. That is Jackman. I thought you didn't really see him. No, because he d- he does lift up his uh, visor. You do see. Oh, him. that's right. Yes. <laughs> so there's only. I've seen the end of that film like ten times. It's either it's on FX or whatever, yeah. or it was playing at the gym one of the nights in the cinema room. And I'm always like, I miss the middle of this film. I never see the middle. I see the end and realize how terrible Olivia Munn is. Oh, oh God, God, yeah. But yeah, that's right. He he. I forgot about the Weapon X in there. Yeah, they they, they find Weapon because the timeline's been changed. Weapon Correct. X is is older. Or yes. found older or whatever it is. He breaks out. Because that's later. the first time you actually see him in the original car- comic right. book w- Weapon X costume. The inspired Barry Windsor. I, I totally forgot about that because yeah. they, they go up to the... And he bangs on the cell or something. Then yeah. they release him. They release him out as and distraction he go, and right. get away. And he goes crazy. Yeah, he's, he's a berserker, basically. But I couldn't remember whether it was him or not. But So there's only... So with all of the X-Men films... We don't know. I mean, there it could be possible that he's in Dark Phoenix. It could be possible. I doubt it. See Dark Phoenix, um, but uh, that might be the only X Men movie because that just that ruins Logan to bring Hugh Jackman. But it's before Logan. No, no, it ruins Logan in that that was no, supposed to I be. No, I understand that, but so. also for the fact that he he said he's not going to be playing the character again. Yeah, that's no, a, that's I no, I understand that, but in I, if I, you I look know at chronologically, the, it makes sense. What I'm saying is that re, in, in reality. No, I get that it. That ruins the, a lot of the power of Logan because 
it's supposed to be the end of Hugh Jackman's career for it. Right. I get that, but it just it's it's like it, it it's it's like the quarterback that, you know, gets you all the way to the Super Bowl but then doesn't play in the Super Bowl game. It's different here because it is just it, it in the reality of this it is that that was where he was done. Sure, I and get again, that. Again, they also thought Dark Phoenix would start some more X-Men movies. So it wasn't right. like, you know, I'm sure if they knew last year now we're going to get bought by Disney and this is going to be the last Fox X-Men film. Who knows? I mean, there's been a lot of been reshoots on that film. But even then, it's just... Excuse me. I don't think you see him. Yeah. I mean, it, w- it would be nice, but like I said, I don't think they will. Um, yeah, so he has, a, he has a plaque from something they made up. Yeah, it's just... It was... Well, half of those records are something that... Well, every, every record is made up. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there are some weird... It's when you get into like sports stats where it's you know he's the best left-handed pitcher who pitches at on Sunday at a ten o'clock start, Eastern time, when the sun is in the air this way and there's <laughs> less than ten thousand people in the stands. Like there's just these weird stats for all that type of stuff. So, yeah, um, which uh, the first X Men movie was the first movie for first Marvel movie for Kevin Feige. Who was a what? Well, he was just an AD on it, assistant director. No, he was a. Uh, no, he's a, he's an associate producer, wasn't he? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I, yeah. Once you said it, I remember it now. Hmm. Um, speaking of Kevin Feige, we're going to stick with Marvel real quick. Um, it's not real quick. We never get. <laughs> Kevin Feige came out this week and said that Black Widow will not be rated R. There's been a lot of speculation that the Black Widow movie would be rated R, then it wouldn't be rated R, then it would be rated R. I don't well, think there's, there's a, a need to First, be... there's, a, there's a lot of speculation that there's a Black Widow movie, which has never really been confirmed. Correct. And then it sort of became, it's going to be somewhere in the middle of all of this, it was, hey, this movie's going to be rated R, or it could be rated R. And nothing ever came from Marvel, and Kevin Feige said... If they do Black Widow, they're not making it rated R. And I think what fueled those comments was, what was it, two or three weeks ago? Maybe a month and a half ago. We recorded it so long ago. Yeah. Um, where Feige had said, or no, was it Feige? No, it was Bob Iger. Bob Iger, Bob Iger said got, something yes. like Deadpool as an R-rated property is not something that they wouldn't do. He wasn't shutting the door on it. Correct. He was saying that we, we can respect that property and do it as an R. But it would have to be distinctive from the fair that we already have, the larger Marvel universe, if you're reading between the lines. Correct. So the idea that making a film with an established character that's already been in seven films, whatever, is not, you're, there's no way you were going to make that movie R. Well, you could do The Red Room and you can her, led, you her ledger, you know. But, that's, it, but that's... You can't take the character that's an Avengers, Age of Ultron, Iron Man 3, Civil War, Winter Soldier, Endgame, Infinity War, and I think I'm missing one. All PG-13 films and say, Winter here's Soldier. the next one. I said Winter Soldier. Here's Iron the Man next. Th- oh, I said Iron Man 3 instead of 2. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm, I meant. I'm pretty sure she was. She wasn't in Iron Man 3. She was no. in Iron no. Man 2. She's, it's two Avengers. Because remember, Ultron, Iron Man Winter 3 Soldier, is after Avengers. Winter Soldier, Infinity... Endgame and Civil War. I think I got all of them the first time. Yeah. 
I meant to say two instead of three. Anyway, but the way that characters evolved, it doesn't. But it doesn't matter. There is no way that Kevin Feige, Bob Iger, or anyone at Disney is going to take a character that's been in seven PG thirteen films, put her into a film, and say, "By the way, it's R." Right. And there's boobies, and there's the F word, and there's gore in it. Not a chance. Fox did it because they made a whole bunch of movie, much a bunch of movie, whole bunch of money on a Deadpool movie, and said Logan works because who cares at this point? There's they were treading water at that point. Well, the way they said this is they said, despite rumors, the studio head says that Scarlett Johansson movie was never considered for any rating above a PG-13. None of those Marvel movies will be. No. None of the... None. Well, we talked zero. We talked about Absolutely this before. Zero. We talked nothing, about this before. Nothing outside of Deadpool, I think, will, in terms of Disney, will ever be R in right. terms of a Marvel film. And we, we talked about this before because we said that Deadpool, the way Deadpool is, could not show up in a Marvel Cinematic Universe film but Deadpool could place itself within the Marvel Cinematic Universe Somewhat, yeah. without, you know, without affecting anything that's going on. But Deadpool is also the character that you use that doesn't have to fit in the Correct. Universe. I mean, it, it's... It's the same it's, thing. It's a thing that it, if everyone gets so up in arms, it's like, there's got to be R-rated movies and whatever, whatever, no, they can't be done. And everything's like, just look at the reality of it. Right. are not making an R-rated Captain America movie. They're not making an R-rated Iron Man movie. They're not making an R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I think if the story calls for it, then it should be R. But the story's never going to call for. That's it. what I'm saying. Because they, they'll never. No, but Logan, for example, that story. Right. Had and again, a lot you're, you're that... treading water and decided to do a different type of superhero mm-hmm. movie. Disney's never going to get to that point. Yeah. You have Ant Man and the Wasp making three quarters of a billion dollars or whatever it made. Movie about Ant Man and the Wasp. You are not effing with that formula. Well, he, he, until you get to a point where you're getting diminishing returns. Fox is at a point where Age of Apocalypse was a sort of a failure, not a failure, but enough of a failure. The, the, the sheen was all off of that. Marvel's kicking their ass six ways from Sunway, Sunday. Sunway. The reason that they did Deadpool and the reason they did Logan is to make themselves different than Marvel Films, the, the Marvel Films company. And, and Feige in 2017 uh, was asked about whether the Marvel Studios would consider making an R-rated film based off of Logan and Deadpool. Yeah. And he said, no, we plan to keep them more family-friendly. Uh, yeah. He said, and here's a quote, my takeaway from both of those films is that it's not the R-rating, it's the risk they took, the chances they took, the creative boundaries that were pushed. That should be the takeaway for everyone. Yeah. And it's not... They're not going to risk anything. And at this point, they shouldn't. Right. But here's the other thing. They're it's just like about. the people that said, oh, Last Jedi was a huge risk for, for Disney. No, it wasn't. You watch that film. It's a Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. Straight forward and back. It just happens to it just happens to point the finger at toxic fandom and said, you guys are idiots. So what, what this other, what the article in Hollywood Reporter says is that the Black Widow film will be a prequel and does not yet have a release date, but Scarlett Johansson is to earn about $15 million for the project. Until they announce it. I don't believe Well, and that's that. just it. They haven't announced anything haven't past announced Spider-Man. Anything, they haven't announced anything past Spider-Man Homecoming. We're assuming Black Panther 2 because that's stupid. You're leaving money on the table. I mean, they said that, that there was going to be a Guardians 3, but then we There's, all know that that got shelved for now. We, we, we keep hearing rumors of Guardians 3 of who could do it or who couldn't. And then there was the rumor almost about a year ago of how much money uh, uh, um, Broccoli Cauliflower was going to make for Doctor Strange 2. <laughs> Broccoli then, Cauliflower? Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, there's there's a great. Oh, I don't I don't remember what what. There was a uh, cartoon or whatever a comic I just saw that was really funny about his name. 
But anyway. Well, the, the films that they've, like I said in our thing, is they've roundabout, makes, in a roundabout way, they've they mentioned. They roundabout as much as they want. And the, yes, we, we, we The Eternals, we, Black Widow. We're going to see, I'll, I'll guarantee you this, we're going to see Black Panther 2. We're obviously going to see Spider-Man 3. They've already said mm-hmm. there's, there's three films in this. We're going to see Black Panther 2. We're going to see Doctor Strange 2, Captain Marvel 2, since it's trending so well. And... Um, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3. Does it Black Panther 2? Doctor Strange 2, yeah. Yeah, that's the stuff But the Eternals is one that they've been saying that they're going to do. Eternals, Black Widow, Moon Knight, whatever other stuff you want to throw out there, I don't think any of that exists until they give me a date. Because remember, Marvel gave us, to get to Infinity War, how many, what was it, four years ago that gave us an entire timeline to get to 2019? Well, they have a, they said they have a, they have Marvel Cinematic Universe, they have a dating, they have a timeline that dates back to the Big Bang. Well, from yeah, there no, what on. I'm saying is, remember when they did the thing at the El Capitan? Yeah. And they said, this movie is just before they got Spider Man. This movie's here, and we're doing Captain Marvel. We're oh, doing yeah, Black yeah, yeah. Panther. We're doing Avengers, and we're doing. It said Avengers, Avengers. And then Avengers and Inhumans that never obviously got right. made. Thank God. Somebody the Inhumans was supposed somebody to. Somebody said that Inhumans was never going to get made as a movie. It was someone, someone on the show. I can't remember who it was. Mikey. It was, um, yes, Mikey. <laughs> Travis said it. No, it wasn't because Travis would have had to be on the show to actually say it. <laughs> uh, until they do that, and I have a feeling they do that in the fall, they're going to give you the next two years. Sometime oh, the fall, it, it'll be D, uh, D23. It's D23 after Spider-Man? Yes. Then D23 is in August. Well, again, I don't think they'll do it at D23 because D23 is not a Marvel-only event. That's why I keep saying the trailer for yeah, Star but... Wars that everybody has been jerking off to thinking that it was supposed to be Super Bowl, the week before the Super Bowl, the week after the Super Bowl, this one, this one, this one. It's going to be Celebration because you're already, that's Star Wars-centric, why don't you put it there? Celebration, you'll get the Star Wars uh, first Star Wars teaser, you'll get Mandalorian, and you'll get the EA game. Because those are the big three that yeah, they're... but let's not derail. What I'm saying is, in the fall, I think they'll have their own, just like they did the last time. It's going to be a special event with the El Capitan that's going to tell you what 2020, 21, and 22 is going to be. I honestly, I think it'll be at D23. Though. I don't think so. Why? They've never done anything like that at D23. Um, They have. I mean, they had some big announcements at the last one that was... An announcement's different than having an event to tell you there's six more films coming, and here they are. Um, because there's also a bunch of contracts to sign. There's a bunch of stuff to figure. You have to figure out what you're going to pay Ryan Coogler to do Black Panther 2. Supposedly, that contract isn't done. You don't know what you're doing with Guardians. You have right. no idea. Uh you haven't seen Captain Marvel yet, which means there isn't a sequel greenlit. I'm sure they've already got the, the framework of that paperwork worked out, trying to figure out what we're going to do. Did you see the, the trending on that? Um, we're not going to talk about that because that's stupid. Whatever you're <laughs> going to do for Doctor Strange. Right. And then I imagine, yes, they need to come up with an original property in that rather than have Phase 4 just be all sequels. Sure. So... And, and a lot of those type of characters fit Unless into you do the f- idea that Kevin Feige has said that four might be much more cosmic. Yeah. Now we don't know because Guardians may fall out of that phase. But Captain Marvel could fit. Doctor Strange could fit very easily. Doctor Strange's first uh, first storyline in the relaunch from last year, he's in space. Uh, Black Panther that got relaunched with Tanahishi Coates in his second round, he's in space. Yeah. Hmm. Um. So I think those are a given, and they'll give you Eternals, they'll give you Quasar, they'll give you Nova, whatever they're going to do. Uh, who's the Black Knight? The Black Knight? Is it the Black It's just the Black Knight. Black Knight is a superhero name, yeah. Right. Eric something. Yeah. 
He wasn't in Internals, was he? No. The rumor's been for the longest time he's in Endgame, but I think right. that's people grabbing straws. But that's why I thought... Because uh, you can rumor any Avengers character oh, sure. in Endgame. Oh, sure. But, he's, but since he's a time traveler, that's a lot of the reason why they... He's I think not, he, really. I mean, the, the kind of thing that they're pulling out for him was the very last storyline he had where he ended up in Weird World. Right. And he ended up as the ruler of Re- Weird World. But it's a, it's a hard word to say very quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, weird World. Weird World. Weird World. I don't... I don't think you're going to see a new character that's introduced in Endgame. That's what, see, that's what I was trying to figure out, too, because and I, and I was to, trying to kill, go with that without you're go, also really... Trying to, you're going to have to sort of reintroduce Captain Marvel in terms of a, a modern story, like where the hell she went and what she's doing. I don't think you're getting that information. You know, The last 40 minutes of Captain Marvel is not going to be, here's where she's been for the last right. two decades. You may get uh, that at the very end. You'll, no, I think the end will be her getting the message from... I, that's from what I think, theory. yeah. Yeah. You know, 20 years later or 10 years or whatever the hell takes place. And then she looks down like, oh, my pager's off. <laughs> um, she's probably you know, still, off on the squirrel, you squirrel even, home even world or as, something. As a story, because she's not an Infinity War, you are going to have to explain who she is, why she's there, Ooh. and what she's doing. To do that for her and Black Knight and D-Man or whatever else you want to introduce, <laughs> it's just not going to work. What if Fury is a scrawl? Because that's clone, that's Spider-Man clone song all over. Yeah, the guy you've watched since two thousand eight is a scroll. Do you think? Do you think in um, while we're on Nick Fury? Do you think in Captain Marvel uh, we will see him get the eye patch? No. You already see him get a cut, you know, in one of the trailers over that eye. Yeah, I don't think he gets it, but we'll see. Um, we also thought that we didn't know Thor was going to lose an eye because all the shots of the trailer were him with both eyeballs and yeah. they were same color. Well, even the Comic Con footage of him landing yep. on on in landing with on the Guardian, yeah. No, on the Guardian ship. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, when he hits the when he hits, when the, hits the windshield and they're talking to him, he has both eyes. But the other part, since we're we're talking about not being rated R, was also this week. Bob Iger said that aliens. And he said, and I think we talked about it the last time. Well, we were talking about the idea yeah. that they're not abandoning aliens and Predator, but there's a possibility that you'll get an alien series on Hulu. Right, that Ridley Scott will be involved with, if not directly or directing everything. And Sebastian freaked out because Ridley Scott was... <laughs> he doesn't like Ridley Scott anymore. Um, only one of the most successful directors of all time, but okay. But we were, when we were talking about last the other time about um, the Marvel comic or cartoon movies that are going there, they're more of an adult thing too. I don't think Ethan even knows about them. About or maybe he knows from our thread, you know the that yeah. Um, and when we say adult, it's not adult adult. I don't think those are going to be rated R. But the no, they're going to be like adult be swim type stuff. Yeah, it's supposed to be something humorous. But on top of everything else, was this week's news that in the most done news of 2019, that Jessica Jones and Punisher have been officially canceled right. by Netflix. And then a whole bunch of people came out and they're just like, "Oh, Disney's taking all their stuff back," which and they have to remember. Disney does not have the power to bring those back. Correct. Netflix is canceling them. And they have to Netflix, wait. Netflix Netflix does not want to promote. This is this is theory now. Netflix does not want to promote product that will be even tangentially attached to a, a competing streaming service. We're right. going to see Marvel stuff on Disney Plus. Why do you put Marvel stuff on your own when, you know, and and so that's the sort but of But we should say Jessica Jones season three will air yeah, on Jones Netflix is- within the next couple of months. But and this is the first time they actually canceled one or you know made the announcement of the cancellation yeah. before that's one fine. aired. 
So, but it's, again, it's this this assumption as information as so many people didn't bother to read any of the articles and just were like, oh, it's got to be uh, it's got to be Disney taking it back. No, yeah. it's not. As Bob Iger continued to say. We don't have the power to take them back. The only people that can cancel Netflix shows are Netflix shows. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Be specific on this, because Disney still owns the rights to those yes, characters, but, but they they don't they own the rights to the... They don't own the complete rights to those shows as they were aired on Netflix. Yeah, they cannot cancel... Disney can't call Netflix and say, hey, you got to cancel Daredevil. Right. No, no, we don't. Disney can't... Also, also Disney can't take those shows or that have already aired on there and put them on Hulu or Disney Plus or anything like that. Correct. Although they, I have a feeling well at some point they're I have a feeling at do, some point they're going to, have to buy those they'll buy those shows from them like Universal Kids did with the DreamWorks yeah, animation shows that they aired. I think they will because it's something it's content. Right. That you can then throw onto wherever you want to, which is the second part of this, and I'm, try- I'm bringing up Jeff Loeb's letter. So within the week, uh, a letter to Marvel television fans from Jeff Loeb was, was published. This was, I think this was on Marvel's website on February 17th, and this, this is all Jeff Loeb. So, quote, it had never been done before. Four separate television series, each with different super talented showrunners, writers, directors, cast and crew coming out months apart, and then, then they would meet in a single event series all set in the heart of New York City. We called them the Defenders, and together we were thrilled. My stories of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and even the Punisher joined in. They said it couldn't be done, but Marvel assembled amazing teams to write, produce, direct, edit, and score 13 seasons and 161 one-hour episodes. Take a moment and go online and look at the dazzling list of actors, writers, directors, and musicians who graced us with the very best of their craft, and we loved each and every minute of it. And we did it all for you, the fans, who cheered us around the world and made all the hard work worth it. So thank you. On behalf of everyone at Marvel Television, we couldn't be more proud or grateful to our audience. Our network partner may have decided they no longer want to continue telling the tales of these great characters. I'm going to repeat that. Quote, our network partner may have decided they no longer want to continue telling the tales of these great characters. But you know Marvel better than that. As Matthew Murdoch's dad once said, the measure of a man is not how he gets knocked to the mat. It's how he gets back up. To be continued, signed Jeff Loeb and all of us at Marvel Television. It's an obvious we are not abandoning this idea. It right. is it is Marvel Television is producing stuff for Netflix. Netflix controls whether they go on the air or not. And Netflix mm-hmm. has decided we are not going to pay you for this anymore. Well, it's like you know we said with the animated shows. You know you have you have um, Howard the Duck. Uh, oh, I forgot which ones they were. Howard the Duck, Hit Monkey, Tigress, and and, and, and Dazzler, and Dazzler, and Modok. Modok, and then it's going to be. They're the going to have those, yeah. and then the Offenders the show. So, th- basically, with Jeff Loeb's letter, the internet exploded into all of these shows are going to Hulu. Now, we don't know that. Right. It makes sense at sure. this point. Because now, with the the commitment that Disney is making at, through Marvel to Hulu with these four animated series, mm-hmm. well, five if you want to count the, the team up, they're not going to abandon Hulu. I thought at some point, and it still doesn't make sense to me, but... Bob Iger's a lot smarter than me. That's why he has $20 billion. Well, they also have Runaways there. Runaways is one show. Now sure. that they have five shows that are going to be there, that's different to me, where you could easily take Runaways and just let it peter out. Yeah. And I said at some point, like, if you have your own app, I still think that Disney Plus can have this type of content on it. Apparently Disney doesn't. Right. So Disney's going to use Hulu for this type of thing. If they're saying we're going to put an Alien series, 
that's going to be at least PG-13 type, if not at least, more. At least. You have Marvel cartoons, which are very different in tone than mm-hmm. what you're going to have in the cinematic universe. I mean, the people involved. Patton Oswalt, Kevin Smith, Chelsea Handler, and there's another comedian that all of a sudden I forgot. I mean, right. these are comedic talents that are doing stuff for them. Now you take something like the Netflix shows, those type of characters, that fits. And you have a little more control over it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Marvel Television's making it. I'm sure, you know, if, if Netflix like, hey, we want you to do one about Swamp Thing or Man Thing. No, we don't want to do that. Right. I'm sure they could do that. We're here. They could say, if we really want to do Marvel, or, or the other way around. If they said, we want to do Moon Knight, and Netflix says, we're not paying for Moon Knight, or uh-huh. you're out of your mind. Nobody knows who the hell Moon Knight is. It's bad enough we got Jessica Jones. <laughs> so we now have a place that seems to be, Disney has made a commitment to being able to put content here. I think we will see those characters. And I always said I thought we'd see those characters back. I actually thought they'd be back on Netflix at some point. Right. Just in the sense of Netflix just going around like, we're just going to rebrand this type of stuff. It was like a reboot. And now it gives you a chance to retell those stories. They're all canonical. They all fit into the Marvel Universe. Yep. Fine. So, and maybe when you're in there, you decide to do a little more connection or what have you. Well, that's what I was saying. Because you have, but again, remember, Disney Plus has three or four series that star, ooh, excuse me, that star movie stars. Right. <laughs> we have Tom Hiddleston and, and, and Paul Bettany and... Uh, the, Elizabeth the, Olsen. Yeah, the good Olsen sister. Sebastian uh, Stan. And Sebastian Stan's not really a movie star. He didn't do anything else. Um, <laughs> I, Tanya. That's right, he was an I, Tanya. Yeah, he got, he got nominated for I, Tanya. Didn't no, he? he? didn't. No. He won yeah. some of the awards. He won, uh, I don't remember. For something, but he's been in other, thing, other movies, too. <laughs> And um, Empire Strikes Back, they showed that picture. You <laughs> <laughs> went back in time. Well, all of, I mean, all of those, you know, guys are. It'll be interesting to see who they pull in to play off of them, or who their villains will be, or what. You interesting know. when you have Captain America the series starring <laughs> Chris Evans, like, yeah, the hell with it. I need a job. So I was at, um, I was at Fry's yesterday, and right there on the front of the rack with all the superhero movies. They had the old Captain America movie, oh. that really, really bad one. From the 70s? <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I want to pick this up just to... You don't oh. want to pick that up. It's so bad, though. <laughs> Nobody um, hates their free time more than you. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Though, if, if you put all those shows on Hulu, then you can cross them over. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised that um, even though that it's a really good show and it, it got picked up again for another season, uh, Cloak and Dagger... I'm surprised they haven't decided to move that to Hulu. And because then you have. I think what you have it in a spot and it's successful enough, moving it's death. But see, they haven't. Because the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger have <coughs> been crossover in, in comic books. They have them at the same age, you know, ages in the shows where you could cross those two over. I mean, I guess you don't even really need to because with, with Disney now owning so much of Hulu, I guess you could cross those shows over. In the where they're airing now, and not have to worry about it, which would be interesting to see what kind of crossovers they do with these shows, and possibly more of the cinematic universe, especially as the cinematic universe expands and you're getting away from your Chris Evans, your Chris Hemsworth, you know, your Robert Downey Juniors, and you start expanding it out to I don't want to say lesser known actors, but that's what they are. Yeah, I mean, newer actors to the to the cinematic universe. Like Tom Holland. I can see Tom Holland as Spider-Man, you know, talking to the, you know, Olivia Mo- uh, Holt, who plays Dagger in Cloak and Dagger. 
No, the only reason I don't is I don't think Sony will let them. <laughs> no, no, that, that would be that would be the one thing. But I'm just saying, you know, that no, caliber of actor, saying, you know. No, you could see any, really any, look, you have a lot of people on TV that you didn't think would be on TV. Right. You know, a couple of years ago, you'd be like, there's no way this character does this. There's no way this character does that. Yeah. You know, we, we, we were open to the idea of um, <clears throat> Amelia Clark doing a Kira series on Disney Plus because... She's a big-time TV actress. She's been mm-hmm. in movies and stuff like that. But with the amount, with, with the quality and now the money that's involved in TV, it's not a stigma to go to TV. I mean, Glenn no. Close did damage for a lot of years, and she has two Oscars. Yeah, you know, um, so. Daniel Radcliffe's doing... Uh... Daniel Radcliffe's weird. <laughs> did you see? Dude. Did you see he got named, like, the weirdest actor in Hollywood? He's a bizarre dude. He's but, a cool I mean, dude, but he's bizarre. But TBS is getting, you know, yeah. big-time actors to come in. They had Tom Holland come in and do a show. Yeah. Oh, it's a miniseries. Uh, not Tom Holland. I mean, uh, uh, um... Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, yeah. Yeah, he did the uh, John LeCare spy, spy series. Yes. I never saw. I wanted to see that. That looked awesome. And then, um... Look, if you, if you can find two hours a year, every two years, to have, you know... Broccoli cauliflower do Sherlock. I'm sure you can have too. <laughs> Bacon cheddar snatch. Bacon snatch. Cheddar snatch is good. But his last name's Cumberbatch. So why would you use cucumber? A cucumber patch. Takes the. Um. Out. <laughs> it takes. Them. Yeah, but I mean, there's so many things that you can do, and now that people, TV series or TV stations, are paying more, to for their productions. Well. Streaming, <laughs> yeah. Well, streaming's caused them to have to to shell out more. Well, no, streaming is streaming's insane. The amount of money that they're spending. You oh have, yeah, you have, you have three like major films. You you, you have uh, we're recording on Sunday, so it's just before the, the most worthless Oscars you're ever going to see. But you have a Best Picture frontrunner, which is a Netflix film. Sure, that was on Netflix first. Well. So that that's where that that's the me is the game when you have Roma, which is a Netflix film produced by Netflix specifically for the channel that they yeah. got a release so that it could be Oscar bait, and it's currently leading the odds to be the number one best picture. You have changed the game. You have the next Ben Affleck uh, action film, and who else is in that movie? When it's it's a bunch of ex like like special forces dudes. And they get together for some It might as well be, except it looks good. Like, it looks amazing. And then, no, the Western... No, I think, yeah, no, the, is the Western theirs, too? There's something else I just saw. There's, like, There's three. the one, that ki- the kid that's coming out. Is that theirs? That's bi- based on Billy the Kid? Yeah, I think, no, I think that's a wide release. I could be wrong. There was something, because we saw, like, all these trailers in a row, and yeah. three of them were Netflix, and one of them wasn't. I was shocked. I was like, oh, wait, that's not Netflix? Because the kid, the kid also has... Um, uh, Chris Pratt in it. Yeah, I think that's a wide release. I think that's an actual well, wide release. Well, here's a, we had our agent told Arabella to we had to change her resume to, instead of saying that uh, Puss in Boots was DreamWorks, you know, and DreamWorks Animation to change it to be a Networks production or a Netflix production because Netflix holds more water right now oh, yeah. than DreamWorks Animation. Spending billions of dollars. It's crazy. And that's what we, we talked about that when they raised their prices. I was like, why did they raise their prices? Well, they know come June or whatever or September of this year when Disney Plus comes out, they're going to watch their numbers go like, oh, wait. Well, I was going to ask go, you, do you go, think go, that Hulu's numbers will jump over Netflix? Or, uh, yeah, over Netflix. No. I don't, I don't. I still think Netflix will still be number one. It's sort of like. Because Amazon's like, probably like, right, right now number two. It's like Band-Aid. 
It's like it, sure. it, all the stuff that we have where the brand name is the name for the product all of right. a sudden. Kleenex or Netflix. You'd be shocked how many people I know refer to every single streaming service. No, it's usually older people who don't understand it, but every single streaming service is a Netflix. Well, there's parts of the country where any soda is Coke. Yeah. You know, the, if you want a Dr. Pepper, it's a Coke. If you want a Pepsi, it's Coke. Um, if you want Hulk Hogan, it's Chris Hemsworth. Ooh, that was a good one. So apparently Chris Hemsworth is going to be playing Hulk Hogan in a... Who's Hulk? Hulk Hogan. Who's Hulk? Who is H-A-L-K? Hulk Hogan. In a biopic directed by Todd Phillips. And all anybody cares about is if he shows him having sex with Bubba the Love Sponge wife. Right. They have said more than once. It doesn't go over any of that. It doesn't go over him using the N-word. It doesn't have him go over his sex tape. It doesn't have his daughter being insane. It doesn't have his well, father. I'm sure Hulk son. Hogan has so much, it has a lot of well, he's, yeah, creative. He's, he's the executive producer yeah. of it, so he's like, so, no, brother, we're stopping when I'm still good, you know? It probably yeah. won't even have NWO or whatever because like, oh, I say that's where it ends. Where he becomes the bad guy? Yep. I say that because that, that right there was the height of the wrestling world. As far as as far as viewership on television, or it may not. It may end up with just him. And, uh, there's there's two places where I, I think it could end. It'll either end with the '90s wrestling, or it ends with him and Andre the Giant. I think it goes further than that. I well, it's it like is, if it's it his rise, does it go to to, to the, the reality TV, yeah, TV series? Probably. I don't think it goes that far because that's no, when, because they won't he because that ended up being not. Fantastic but for him because that started all of that it. stuff with his daughter and if his I mean, wife. If bio, if Does anybody know if, if Brooke Hogan is still alive or is she? Or I she, think she's still alive. Yeah, yeah is she waitressing tables in Santa Monica or in Florida. Somewhere. She still got her daddy's money and I don't know if I got that much money, brother. Well, he was going bankrupt for a while. I think that was the whole thing. Well, yeah, because wasn't he fighting? His wife was like taking a bunch of. His yeah, but that's why he sold the the Bubba the Love Sponge wife tape. And they made him, or no, he knows. wife tape. No, they, they, he, he sued them and won, and yeah. Yeah, I think he got some insane amount of money, too, for it. Let's see, this is, it'll focus on the rise, and let's see, sources say it'll focus on his rise and is described as the origin story for Hawkster and Hawkamania. Yeah, that's, it's, it's the beginning. It's, so it might end with... It might end Probably with Andre the, the first big WrestleMania or whatever. Well, that was him and Andre the Giant. When Andre the Giant was basically when no, I know that the was like passing the time, of the torch. That was the biggest, yeah, biggest match of all time. When, whenever he wins the belt, I think that would be the end of it. The first time he wins the belt to become quote unquote wins, yeah, belt become the champion is probably the end of it. Because yes, it's all the stuff early, early in his, uh, early in his life. Which it's you know it's going to be weird to see Chris Hemsworth injecting steroids into him. That's good. it's going to hear weird to hear Chris Hemsworth talking as Hogan. Yeah, that's what I'd be more worried about. And doing the brother and the uh... loosen up, brother. What are you going to do when four comes through? Wait, what? No, that's <laughs> the wrong one. I wonder if he's going to do the balding hair and the. Uh... I wonder if he's going to do the. Well, yeah, the Amex Hogan kept lo- lost his hair really early. Yeah, in like his thirties, so kind of like me. Seem seem start out with dark hair and then bleach it. Start slowly bleaching it. Um, because yeah, yeah, he's the, the kid is Lionsgate. 
Yeah. Just okay. Back to the, yeah, the, the, so the Western that I saw. Because Hogan's career started in the late 70s in Florida wrestling, and he's, then he went on to the WWF and fre- frequently squared off against Andre the Giant, and that's where he became, that's where he really took off. Was that when he, be, even before they had the, was it WrestleMania 3 that he and Andre wrestled? And, yep. Well, um, I just think it'll, it'll be very interesting to see this movie come out and how it'll be. Because, um, I mean, a lot of times wrestling movies don't do well. I think yeah, the, wrestling movie the that one that's out, out right this now. weekend is doing better than any of the other ones ever well, yeah, before. Yeah, it's not a wrestling movie. It's a family movie. It's a movie about the family together. It's, yeah. Basically, as everyone put it, it's, like, it's, not, it's not really about wrestling. It's about what this family goes well, it's, through. Well, it's a loosely based... It's the story of Paige. It's the story of Paige and how she became a yeah, wrestler. Because she was, her family was all into wrestling. They were wrestling stars in England. And then her and her brother right. tried out. They basically were, were going through the ranks to try and get to the point where they could be in the WWE. Yeah. And that's Which, what the story is. I didn't realize that, that her career's already over. Yeah. Like, she she, she had to, she was forced to retire because of, what, an injury? injury yeah. yeah. Same thing that happened to Sting, basically. Uh, she got, got drop kicked in the stinger. back by somebody in it. Uh, so Sting got a stinger. Yeah, Sting got a bad stinger. Yeah, it's basically the same thing, and she just never got cleared again. Um, I don't know. Do you think that putting somebody like Chris Hemsworth in this movie will make it more of a draw? Because I most people don't care about Hulk Hogan anymore. I think no, there's do. a lot of people that still care yeah. about Hulk Hogan. You know, you know, Ethan's already got his tickets. <laughs> I'm there, brother. Chris Hemsworth, Hulk Hogan, you know I'm there. <laughs> what was I want to know who plays Roddy, Roddy Piper. His brother, Liam. Liam, yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. You can almost see that, yeah. And Macho Man is the other Hemsworth brother. Oh, that, that would be awesome if you did all three of them like the that. The one that plays Thor in the, in the play in Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Oh, that would be great. Because the, the, the Roddy Savage stuff is before... No, so he was his rival before he he made he had that. No, I guess no, he is after. Yeah, maybe you won't see him then. Matter of fact, Savage is probably his first big rival after Andre. Yeah, or the Ultimate Warrior. No, that was before. No, oh. excuse me, that was after. Ultimate Warrior was after Macho Man. I'm pretty sure. When do they have the cartoon? Because the cartoon, Roddy Piper was the bad guy, right? Roddy Piper was almost always the bad guy then, because he had. Yeah. Well, no, that's Hulk, right. It was that's Hulk right. Versus him. That's right. It would. It would have been Andre the Giant, then Roddy Piper. Yeah. Then Macho Man. That's what. That's what I thought because the the one time that I sort of thought wrestling was okay, for half a minute was was Hulk versus Roddy Piper. Yeah, because that's when he had the Piper's Pit, and at some point. Didn't Piper and Zeus team up when they did that No Holds Barred movie? And then Sergeant Slaughter became a G.I. Joe. Then Sergeant Slaughter became a traitor, then became a G.I. Joe. That's the stupidest thing. It's so dumb. (laughs) He teamed up with the Iron Sheik. So stupid, he should be inside. Nobody who wears an American flag on his T-shirt with the Iron Sheik. I didn't know this until recently. When Sergeant Slaughter first came into wrestling... Okay, he tried out for, you know, for Vince Sr., right? And the very first time he saw his character, he, they, they threw him out. They were getting ready to throw him out there, and he said, here, play this music. And it was the Marine Corps anthem, 
It's the first time music was played as an entry for anybody. And when he got out there, he threw him right in the ring with Vince Jr. as a for for a um, for just like a, a promo. And that's when he went, shut your mouth, maggot, and all that stuff to Vince Jr. And he became a he he was a heel from like the very beginning until the Iron Sheik, you know, like right I guess one time you know he talked to Vince Jr. and Vince was like, We wanna make you he wants I wanna make you a heel. Vince Sr. didn't want to or one uh, a baby face, but Vince Sr. didn't want to do it. He wanted to keep him as a heel because he thought he was the ultimate heel because he just, you know, had the crowd going, he would tell him to shut up and call maggots and everything. He was a drill instructor. Nobody likes the drill instructor. Yeah. But Vince Jr. said, all right, we're going to do it tonight. And what they did was they had him walk past the Iron Sheik and just kind of stop and stare him down. And they didn't tell Sheik what was happening. And had him stare down the Sheik, right, and just stood there for like a minute where the Sheik couldn't move. And then, you know, the crowd started chanting USA. He walked into the ring, gave a promo, and was a baby face ever since. Until he teamed up with the Iron Sheik during the first uh, Gulf War. Yeah. Which is really, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was like, right, it was, he had this big heel turn where, oh, it was, it was so funny. Okay. Way he's, back, he's yeah. He's a Joe. And then he was a Joe. And then I just used him as just a normal drill instructor. Yeah. Because I always, I always had a, <laughs> I was always mad at him because they made him stronger than Gun Ho. Well, they made him stronger just about anybody. Well, they made him stronger than anybody, <laughs> yeah, especially in, in the comic book, he was... Well, in the, in the cartoon when he was, you know... Cause oh, the remember, cartoon's ridiculous. Because Serpantor was supposed to be this combination of the best DNA. Well, yeah, he still wasn't... He wasn't, like, physically superior. Yes. In the comic, the first thing when he shows up is the day that Zartan is in the pit. And he's trying to escape. And it ends up him... Uh, Zartan uh, holograms himself into Gung-Ho, saying next to the real Gung-Ho. And Sergeant Slaughter's there trying to figure out which one is which. And he hits him. And the device turns off or whatever or he can't concentrate whatever it is and he turns back into Zartan and Gung Ho's like how'd you know and he's like that's yeah, 50-50 <laughs> but yeah they, they, there they made him fairly super strong too and it right. was like because Roadblock was the same thing Gung Ho was the first like cause he, the figure was huge and he yeah. had huge muscles and I think it's <coughs> 69 attack 19 so I think it's 20 or 21 or 22 when they're rebuilding the pit mm-hmm. and they're putting the, the, the beam up and it's starting to fall. And they're trying to find a sledgehammer. And Gung Ho jumps on Zap's shoulders and uses his fists. <laughs> I don't need, in panel by panel, I don't need no stinking sledgehammer. Oh, There's a nice beam right here. I was, pretty, I was like, that's awesome. I love that. That was so cool. And then they just totally. Because when, when they introduce him in number 11, they're in Alaska. Yeah. And it was, Larry Hama had kind of set up where he, he wanted to know he wanted to do this story because he was introducing Snow Job and the polar bear and stuff like that. Um, not the polar bear, battle bear, the, yeah. the snowmobile, whatever. And it was basically Hasbro saying, hey, there's all, there's all these new characters. Yes. So Wild Bill, uh, Destro's in a cameo because they didn't have Destro's design finalized yet. So it's Wild Bill, Airborne, uh, Gung-Ho, and Snowjob are all in the same issue. And it's Snake Eyes and Rock and Roll, and these guys are fighting. You know, they're fighting off the Cobras or whatever in the front, and they, they come back, and they're replaced by these new guys. And Rock and Roll goes to Hawk, like, are you sure that guy's okay? He's running around in a vest because <laughs> he doesn't want nobody to miss this gigantic green <laughs> tattoo. tattoo. But it was also, they had to use the toy design. Right. You couldn't change them at that point. The first time they came in, 
Because the second appearance of Snake Eyes in number two, he's covered, all the Joes that are there are covered in a parka because all the Joes in the first series look almost exactly the same. Right. That's why Snake Eyes ended up being one of the most popular. So they had him. It was just like Torpedo in uh, issue 16, which takes place inside of Washington, D.C. He's running around in a wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> and he's shooting. He's got his spear gun for no reason. Well, in the car. And, and you're reading it. You're just like, well, this is dumb. But it's because licensing. They're like, well, you have to show him in... We want the kids that are picking up the comic to go and like, oh, I saw Torpedo in there. It wasn't until you get him later where he's in um, the annual number four when him and Wetsuit or him and um, yeah, him and Wetsuit go to Cobra Island. They're wearing boonies and, and all of that. Because well, you they're, remember they're, the G.I. Joe movie They when they yeah. went to Cobra Law. They uh, were all in regular, yep. you know, uniforms. You have, yeah, you had to have the normal stuff. Yeah, Roblox running around in just his his yep. new uniform, which is sh- uh, short sleeves. Short sleeves. And he's carrying Cobra Commander through the a blizzard. I surround myself with idiots. I ask myself the same question. So, Ooh. speaking of villains taking over, Bowser's taking over Nintendo. Well, we were talking about Cobra Commander. Well, no, we were talking about Hulk Hogan, apparently. <laughs> See, but he's a villain, too. Uh, all right, well, he... A lot of people think that he's a villain. Uh, so anyways, um, this, you can't make this stuff up that a man named Bowser is now running Nintendo. When I first read that, I wanted to say Bowser. I'm like, hey, Eric's running Nintendo now. <laughs> well, he's doing everything else. Well, that picture that Sebastian sent with Mario and Luigi tied up behind him, yeah, it would have been so much better if it was Princess Peach. Yeah, but now, but he's now taking over Nintendo. Yeah, I know. Now he's taking over. Also, I think some people would, in a Me Too era, I don't know if you want to. You have a tie. You want to tie up Princess Peach? Um, that was the whole point. Bowser always kidnaps Princess Peach. Yeah, and then she has to wait for a man to save her. So the new executive producer, the executive producer, the executive, the North American Nintendo president, and COO is Doug Bowser. Not not the Bowser. I don't know. When, when he got hired, he's like, dude, come on. What are you doing? That was the interview. That's got to be it. He's like, hey. Well, it's just like when, when all the weathermen change their names. Yeah. Johnny Mountain and Dallas Reigns and all those stupid names. I know. But um, Reggie, what's it? Phil's... Reggie, and, what's his... What's his uh, well, it's... It's Phil's... I just want to say anime, but it's not. It's it's F I L S dash A I M E. Phil's May. Phil's Yeah, it's yeah. So Reggie Phil's has been in charge of Nintendo North America since two thousand and three. That's crazy. He watched Microsoft and Sony take over the market. <laughs> it's funny how many kids now don't don't remember when we were in elementary slash middle school high school nintendo was it oh yeah that was it yeah you had sony for like two years and then they would go under and then they'd have oh sega dream oh no got killed by super nintendo yeah wasn't until you had playstation that that they made a a dent in that market because their their graphic cards were working so well because sega tried to cd because remember when nintendo nintendo was always cartridge based Mm -hmm. and they refused to go to CD when Sega started putting out the Sega CD. And then when Sony put out the PlayStation, which was completely CD-based, yep. 
for kids that are listening, CDs are these little round discs that... So before are, you had to download everything onto your... <laughs> before you could play every game streaming with no, with no requirements. But yeah, everything was... It wasn't until <coughs> Sony hit because it ran faster and it had a different type of gameplay. You could do more with the graphics. Yeah. There were, you could hold more on a CD-ROM. And it was also like they gave you games... It always felt like they gave you the games that Konami wanted to give you but couldn't. Well, those were, they were more adult-rated games, too. Well, it was stuff like it was the shooters and action-adventure and those type of things that could use more 3D environments rather than just all the side-scrolling right. or up-scrolling stuff that you were playing on Nintendo. And they also you had... Know, when you you, you had a lot more adult content, and then you also yeah. had the... It's not like the anime stuff coming over, like mm-hmm. Final Fantasy and... Uh, I still remember when uh, White Chocolate's older brother worked for a gaming company, and he had a... Um, Oh, was it was it Tecmo? Is that what I'm thinking? Not Tecmo. What was the what was the sixteen? Ah, uh, it was the machine like right in the middle. It was Neo super Geo. Expensive. Neo Geo, get a Neo Geo. Yeah, because it was super expensive. But those games were amazing. That was the first baseball game I ever played, in which you had to make moves the yeah. whole way through. You'd play a whole season, and you'd trade people, and you you'd promote and denote people it was the first time we remember playing that game we were watching we were watching his brother's apartment because he was waiting for like the water guy or cable guy or something and he had to work that day so he's like you guys come over play neo geo all day so eric and i tried to finish a season <laughs> not very easy well it's but the same it was thing. stuff like you had to keep your players happy yeah you had to, it was the first time we're playing the game and going okay we're gonna go to the bullpen but you couldn't because you had to warm up someone in the bullpen yeah you had to sit there in the sixth inning and go all right i got to put a guy up I had never seen anything like that now. That's normal now, but at the time, you're like, well, this is totally different. It, it allowed you to put so much more intricacies into a game. Well, it's the same thing when you had uh, Atari, ColecoVision, and uh, um, what was the other one? Um, in television. In television. You know, Atari came out, and you had, it was great. You had, you know, Atari finally... killed. Atari killed in television. Television had Utopia. That was the best. But then, but Atari had lack. The what Atari lacked was a lot of colors. To, you know, when ColecoVision came out, I remember the Smurfs game that came out, and you had a lot more colors, yeah. and you know, and a lot more environment and things it's like that. Way it, more expensive. It was oh my god! It was the Neo Geo of that time. Yeah, and television was too. Eric's, yeah. Eric's neighbor had an Intellivision. Well, then when they put out um, yeah. Dragon's Lair yeah. on. Nintendo I mean, television that was like the big thing but it was yeah. so expensive you may know one or two people that had one although I you look one. at the, the, the crazy thing when you look at the rate of inflation what an atari 2600 oh yeah would cost you now yeah is un- I, I i never could figure out because we didn't have a ton of money when we were when i was a kid still don't have a ton of money but whatever um but we had an atari 2600 i still remember when we got it and i was yeah. just like this is amazing. And then I looked at it, because, like, it was $200 in 1983 mm-hmm. or whatever. And you look at the, it's like, it's like $1,000 now. Yeah. When, a, what, what's a, what's an Xbox 360 or three one, whatever. What's, what's the hell is the Xbox? I don't even remember. The Xbox One. Yeah. It's like 500 Yeah. Uh, 500 well, now it's like 399 And the PlayStation 4 is 499 for the Pro. Yeah, you can get a big or 399 for $500. Yeah. And I was like, man, that was crazy. That was a huge investment. Um... But yes, and then Nintendo came, and you had, I mean, really, for, for I think, in the annals of history, it'll be pointed out that Zelda is the game that killed Atari. Oh, Because Zelda was that, such a huge game that you could play for days on end. Yeah. Before you completed it, versus doing River Raid, which is just... Which, the anniversary of its release was 
just happened like last week or something. It's 33 or 35 years since it came out. I hate those. I know. 35, I get. But it's like, it was like it's the 37th year. No, that's not. Forget it. Stop. 37 years ago today, Gremlins appeared. You know, first, no. Um, yeah, no, but uh, so I haven't seen anything about Bowser's career or what he brings to Nintendo or anything. He brings his last name. Uh, that's all I've seen anyone talk about. That's pretty much the only thing that was in, in the film. In the film. In the um, article. In the article, in, in the news stories, it was just basically that. And no one mentions why the former president is leaving, what the changes yeah. mean, what does this mean for Nintendo. Nintendo put out a, a video right before the announcement of just Bowser. It's like the character of Bowser, like uh, basically stalking Mario the yeah. entire time until the announcement happened. Well, that's why everybody always kind of... With Reggie, you know, when you when he you'd see him at E three and he would do those E three panels and things like that, he was always the it's the really good, you know, he he was your Mario. He yeah. was the Mario of the company. And the majority of the time that he was photographed, he had like a Mario hat yeah. on or something. Yeah, it's a Mario. And you know, I think he's even Italian. He or something. You know, he looks Italian. Is Racist. he a plumber? <laughs> Racist. Um. But yeah, it's just funny that you know. But I really, I haven't seen anything other than Doug Bowser's name. That's all the news is. Is that Bowser's yeah, now in charge of Nintendo? It's just that perfect storm of names. <coughs> oh, you couldn't. You like I said, you couldn't. You couldn't write that and people believe it. Right. You know, if you wrote that as like the story of Nintendo, no one would ever believe it. You know, it, it says it's those. Now Coincidences of fate that that you know happened where you you just uh, now now we're gonna get in a whole movie about how Bowser Bowser took a game <laughs> the the first game that they release under him is Bowser you know he's taken over Super Bowser like Super Bowser make Mario the bad guy it's a Mario <laughs> um, excuse excuse <laughs> anything else I'm anybody sorry. got anything I'm a sorry. did you have one more Thing. Um, Jackman, Bowser, Hemsworth, no, Black Widow. Oh, it was the good. Hulu Disney service thing, which yeah, is we're talking about. We covered it all. Yes, we covered all of it. All, <laughs> all of the news. It's um, fit to not print. Miss <laughs> Marvel, or Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel's getting ready to come out. Everybody's getting excited for that. Woo! But not everybody. All the all the trolls, the scrolls, white, the white, scrolls white males are very upset. White males. Yep. Why, Why is that? Because uh, Brie Larson hates white people and hates men. Oh yeah. Yeah, because she said she'd like to see a little more diversity in the people that interview her in press junkets. <laughs> really? That's what this is all about. All the all the ne- early negative reviews before the review ban was hit. There was all of these. Uh, they're not even really reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, but basically people that went in and says, "I'm not planning to see this." Because Brie Larson is a feminazi and I hate her. And it exploded. Wow. It had like a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes because all these people went in. She was doing an interview, I think it was for Vanity Fair, and she was talking about the press junket that she's been on for God knows how long to promote this film. And she said, I'd really like to see, she said, I noticed, I'm paraphrasing, I noticed a lot of white males interviewing me. I'd love to see some more diversity in the people that are interviewing me. 
which became she hates white people, she hates <laughs> men, she doesn't, she wants to kill you and murder your children, and I'm never going to see anything that Brie Larson, Brie Larson does because, oh my God, it is tough enough already to be a white male in America. I know. <laughs> right? For everybody listening, I roll. Um, you can hear his eyes you can rolling. Hear, you can hear, oh. <laughs> And so it started this campaign. I, I, I don't remember where. I, I saw it somewhere. Someone shared, like, a the trailer. So one of my friends. And someone in there is like, well, I'm not seeing it because she's a terrible person. I was like, who the hell thinks, what, what are you talking about? She said, well, she hates white males. <sighs> so I looked into the story and I said, can you read at all? She didn't say, I don't want white males interviewing me. She said, I'd like to see more diversity. Right. So you're saying you're not going to go see Captain Marvel. Because he got really defensive, like, I, I have the right to vote with my wallet. I said, you perfectly do. If you want to vote for your with your wallet by, I don't want to see Marvel movies anymore. I don't think this looks good. Sure. I don't see why they did this. I don't want a character that's more powerful than Thanos. Fine. But you're saying a woman who would like a Latino woman to interview her, one out of every 60 people that she has to go through in these press junkets, is the reason that you're not going to go see Captain Marvel. I mean, it's not you're even... You're a moron. It's not even you like it's a, a male or a female thing. Do you know where it is? Where it is? You are a fucking moron. An Beep. absolutely moron. Because here's, here's the, the big thing with this. Got all these males up in arms. Still going to make three quarters of a billion dollars. I'm sorry, what, what are they all saying? <laughs> I like the hands on the head thing. <laughs> but, like freaking roosters. <laughs> Turkeys, 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 whatever. Jive turkeys. It's still going to make three quarters of a million dollars. It's trending better than Wonder Woman and Aquaman Mm -hmm. in pre-ticket sales. She is still going to show up in Endgame. Sorry. There's still going to be a Captain Marvel 2, and she is going to make bank for it. Oh, yeah. She's going to make a ton of money, and you're going to have all these little girls in America who are wearing Captain Marvel stuff. The Captain Marvel jacket is impossible to find. Sure. From well, from little girl sizes to adult women sizes, it's gone. I was going to ask you if Beth wanted it. because Oh, was, she does. Oh, she wants it so bad. I was at Hot Topic, and they had um, a few left. Yeah. And I was like... Beth, Beth is at the mall right now while we're recording, and she just sent me this, yeah. which is the Captain Marvel the hat. Captain Marvel symbol is the hat. There's a big marketing push. It's an agenda. You're damn right it's an agenda, because you have this entire movie universe... Of a lot of white males Mm -hmm. and Black Widow. and It's the first Marvel line of toys to not show up in the boys' aisle and show up exclusively in the girls' aisle and end caps. Uh, I found it in boys' aisles, too. Yeah, no, it's in both. It's not exclusively in there. Really? There's there's the dolls, like the girls' dolls that are exclusively in there. The Marvel Marvel Legends figures, I've seen them show up. But it's not exclusively in in that second. Okay. Yeah, they have... They, they stock them in I'm glad, I'm, But I'm glad you're doing both. Well, I'm, I, I'd rather them do both. Because once you walk over and you realize that all of the characters left in the Star Wars lines are all women, right? then, yeah, go over there. But that's because... There's, there's, there's a lot of issues. It's not an issue to get sure. into. Sure. The point of it is, are you agendizing it? Yes, because Black Panther just made you over a billion dollars, and all of a sudden, black Americans are seeing Marvel films... Because, hey, I'm up there. Yeah. This is awesome. Watch the, the, the video now of Ryan Coogler. He's being interviewed by somebody else. And it's it's a stage thing in terms of the, they're interviewing him. He doesn't know this is happening. But this little girl, she's got to be four, walks in in a Shiri costume. Yeah. Black Panther's my favorite movie. Her mother says she watches it every single day. 
day, every single day, she's watching this film. It's her favorite film. I don't know if a four-year-old really gets Black Panther enough to watch it every single day, but okay. Of course they're going to do this. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's not, again, it's, it's not going to be, you know what? The next 10 films are all Captain Marvel films. Right. We're not going to do Black Panther 2 now. We're not going to do Doctor Strange 2. Or all our movies are going to be the yeah. female-led movies. Could you yeah. could you see them doing, like, say, an Avengers Academy and using, like, Captain Marvel and, you know, um, Spider-Girl Spider and some of these other characters well, look, that... two out of the five characters in Spider-Universe are women. Yeah. Yeah, Spider Gwen and, and the, the the woman the, with the spider robot. I can't remember her name. It's the it's basically uh, Spider Man. Sure. This Japanese Spider Man. Sure. Um, just redone as a as a girl. as a little girl. Doctor Octopus was a girl. Yeah. It's it's just this idea that if it's not everything, then it's nothing, and it just drives me crazy. No, I. And it's the same thing, you know. These all these guys are. Like, the Star Wars universe is terrible because the lead is a vagina and. and do you see people that are upset that have made a big deal over the 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 Star Wars uh, what is it Gal- Galactic Adventures Galaxy Adventures what what are, what are the YouTube shorts Gal- uh, Galaxy Adventures Galaxy Adventures they have the Princess Leia which is the scene from the um, from the Death, Death Star, Star. Escape, yeah from the Prison Escape and there's all these comments about how that scene suddenly now emasculates Han and Luke, forgetting that in 1977, George Lucas wrote, hey, Luke, how do we get out of here? Don't know. How do we get out of here, Han? Don't know. Grabs a blaster. Someone's got to save our skins. He jumps into it. George Lucas wrote it 42 years ago. Into the trash chute, flyboy. Flyboy, someone's got to save our skins. He emasculates the. the Do they not realize that's the original dialogue? That's what I'm saying. It's all of a sudden people look at it when you have these new glasses and these new eyes. When we watched it when we were kids, it was awesome to watch the girl save the day. Yeah. As you keep going, what what do we get to in the last couple of years where we start to reanalyze all of this and we say when Princess Leia is 18 years old, she's a senator, she's the head of the rebellion, she's a fighter. She's gotten into battles before. She saves them, and Luke's sitting on Tatooine with a model going, "Wee, yeah. whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. But even when she's in her quote-unquote slave Leia costume, she's still powerful and not subservient to what mm-hmm. is going on. She kills Jabba. Yeah. It's, just, it, it's amazing that when you see these sort of things now, and it is just sort of like, if I don't get exactly what I want, it's not like Luke doesn't save the day at some point. It's not like Han doesn't say, you don't get through Empire without Han. Padme was never a weak female character that needed saving. You could honestly say that Padme is a hell of a lot weaker than her daughter. Oh, yeah, you could. She does nothing in three films. Uh, That's not true. In the, she does, uh, in the... um, She survives in in Geonosis for half a minute. Yeah, but she, I mean, she's, remember, she's the one who get, who, who... Has the whereabouts to have something to get unchained. Yeah, but she also she climbs to the, the top of it. <laughs> she also doesn't know how to hand hold onto a handrail. That is true. And falls. Hey, Turn the ship around. <laughs> what would she do? <laughs> do her duty. All right, let's go face this guy. All right, we take him together. I'm taking him now. Son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the cut I want. I just want you and McGregor with a face palm going, dude. Oh no. And just walking out, just like just. What's up, Yoda? Yeah, he's back there. The, yeah, have you, have you seen the uh, Yoda Dooku battle in the uh, Galactic Adventures? Yeah. Works so much better as an animated. Oh, it still works in the movie. Well, it was animated in the yeah. movie too. Yeah, but I mean, it works. 
Well, no, it's just a different look to it. I mean, yeah, neither, the one... neither Christopher Lee or Frank Oz were doing any of those moves. <laughs> Actually, Christopher Lee did a couple of them. He did. Uh, maybe like lifting the saber. He under swung... a few shots of it. Yeah, no, he there swung a the sword a few times. But he was he was in there. What was that? Um, yeah, it's just it's so funny you because know, you always, you always, speaking of you know like Leia and stuff. There's so many people that are going. There's never any strong women in the universe. Remember, that was a complaint when Force Awakens comes out. Oh, whoa! They're putting force, you know, strong women in Star Wars now. There's always been strong women in Star Wars. There just weren't that many women there in Star two Wars. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, maybe in the prequels they weren't as strong as we wanted them to be. Because you have you have Padme who doesn't do anything. You have Jar Jar that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Well, uh, you have Padme's handmaidens, you know. Who... They're stronger than Padme. <laughs> <laughs> they sacrifice themselves, damn it. Uh, anything else? Nope. Ethan? Nope. All right, so we're going to wrap things up. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying I'll talk to you later. All right, we'll talk to you